Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Turn it around and put it back in again to shoot a guy fucking twice. Are these bad guys? Are these bad guys? Are these bad guys? Drug dealers? Are they going to get the memo and give in their turn in their guns? You sound like the RNC right now. If I wanted to have uh, the last guy that was killed, bazooka, do you think I should be able to have one? Well, I'm sorry, two guys that were killed protesting. You, you, you brought this up a while back. Was it like what, a couple of days ago? You know, last week. This idea that pistols are somehow safer than long, than long And arm. they have bazookas. Why can't you have a bazooka? Why can't you have a bazooka? He was running down the street and there were people chasing after him. They were saying that he shot somebody, saying that he shot somebody, that, you know, shot like stop him. And so uh, they were able to catch up to him because he tripped. Does anyone believe there'll be less violence in America? Donald Trump is re-elected. Donald Trump is re-elected. Donald Trump is re-elected. It is absolutely 100%. It's absolutely 100% just gross that the kid did. You know what I mean? I mean, we call that, I do believe they call it hunting. Hunting. Um, Adam, guess what? Yes. Hey, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, guess what? <laughs> what? We are in effect. We're in effect. <laughs> Good. Hey, welcome everybody to Public Access America. I'm sitting here today with Ryan from the Denton County Collective. Adam Hello. has a beard. Sean from Adam has a beard and myself. It seems to be on all of them for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been a lot going on in the news. And I actually, a couple weeks ago, Ryan had, had brought up the idea of all of us getting together to talk about just the simple guns, you know, four letters. And we just thought, and then, like, you know, we all finally confirmed. And this week, um, you know, this Jacob Blake thing happened. And... Holy cow! You know what I mean. It couldn't be more timely. So Joe might be Joe might be uh, joining us a little bit. He's from the Denton County Collective. He's been on Adam Has a Beard, and so yeah, we all know each other. I mean, Sean, that's Ryan. Ryan, that's Sean. We all know each What's other, up, brother. Hey, man. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I just wanted to get a feeling. I'll start with like Ryan. How are you feeling about this week and the use of guns? You know. I mean, that's a loaded question. Uh, that's also hey. fun. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk guns very often, so I'm new to this, but I didn't mean to do that, but yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> How do I feel about this week? I don't know, man. I just got over being sick and uh, and also watching parts of the RNC. So it's been a rough time for me. I've been trying to get off the social media this week because of all of the back and forth, because of this incident with the guns. and the, Basically, a school shooting that just happened because there was no school. Sounds seems like to me. Wow. Um, it's how it feels like. You know, everyone's like fighting about um, here and locally in Texas. You know, man, they they get what they deserve. You you hit them with something, you you get you get shot, you get killed. You know, you break something, you die. So right. everyone's like, there's a lot of uh, uh, lack of uh, I don't know uh, care for human life. It seems like right now, even in the conversation, if if what's whatever you support, uh, you know, I just feel like it's just it's a gross thing. It's a gross thing. That's all. Yeah, no, I agree. And Adam, I know how you feel about guns, but I also know how you feel about gun safety. But you also had a unique take on the gun that was actually used, that the 17-year-old was using. I'm not going to use his name. He doesn't deserve that. But I know you, we talked about that on Adam Has a Beard, which just came out today. So I wanted to get your perspective on that, actually, too. You know, I just, uh, it is absolutely 100% 100 percent just gross what that kid did you know what i mean i mean we call that i do believe they call it hunting yeah. you know what i mean what he did travel state lines his mom took him whatever it was doesn't even matter what he did he went across and he went and took two lives and mangled another dude's arm you know yeah and you know, I think everybody knows, Sean knows this. I love AR-15s. I love guns. I love everything about them. But in this instance, it's like he completely disobeyed every single rule that was out there in place for us gun owners who are absolutely fanatics about him, who actually endorse these rules, who appreciate these rules. He went above and beyond to destroy, dismantle, and throw it in everybody's face guess what fuck you you don't it doesn't matter i'm a i'm an american i could do what i want yeah and i i find i personally take offense to it because it's like i'm preaching all these things about gun safety and how you know my kids and how i want to raise my kids and this and that but this kid's just you know why why would you do that you know what i mean yeah and mom mom took him to do it you know like just drove him to do it Really? Because I was oh, saying, yes. I was saying that um, if his family had just had been more supportive, and maybe he, they had heard the idea, they would have been like, "No, son, stay home. Watch, leave it to Beaver with us." But I guess not. <laughs> they were supportive in in the way that they took his ass across state lines. Yeah. And knowingly, I believe it's illegal for him to even carry that gun, you know, out in the open because he's seventeen. <laughs> I don't know the laws. I don't know the laws. So maybe you guys can help me enlighten me when I. That's the thing. I was going to. I was going to ask Sean exactly because he's former police and former military, and he's trained people on guns. Did you have any? I mean, from from the cop grabbing uh, Jacob's shirt and shooting him in the back at close range like that, and this kid with the gun in a crowd of people with guns being the only one to actually like kill somebody in this entire situation did you do you see anything from a look like an officer point of view um you know it's i've I've watched a little bit of the video from um from the 17 year old kid um you know everybody's got a cell phone now and stuff like that we've only gotten unfortunately we only get tidbits of information depending on what you're watching or who's 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 giving out this kind of information 
Um, I do know that the state that this was uh, in, uh, I believe it's Minnesota, correct me if I'm wrong. Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, excuse me, yeah. Wisconsin. Um, the law is uh, you have to be 18 years or older to carry, um, uh, openly carry a rifle. So right. he would definitely be, um, unfortunately, at that time, breaking that law. Yeah, um, right. And then, you know, again, I, I will reiterate that his, his his own mother took him knowing that he had the rifle. You know, if you want to go uh, protest or counter protest or whatever, that's it's great. It's great. Uh, but as a, as a child, he, he's not even an adult. As a child, I, I'm not going to I myself am not going to send my two children over to uh you know, it's a it's a volatile situation at best. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of emotions going on on either side. It doesn't matter what side you're on, yeah. uh, and, and then dropping them off with a with a a deadly weapon. Uh, you know, uh, you just. I mean, what would have happened if he would have died? You know, I mean, then then you have to you have, you already have all this stuff on your conscience. Right. Your son is done. Regardless of what you believe, uh, if it was self-defense, whatever, it doesn't matter. Your son, your 17-year-old child will never, ever be the same again. And neither will the people. I mean, so yeah. it just, it's, it's very concerning in that nature that that would happen. And, I mean, I know that some states would be Johnny on the spot and charging parents with a child, child yeah. and I mean, right, right away. I mean, that's, right, that's my mind is I'd be charging him with child endangerment for, um, or, I mean, you, you charge a getaway driver, uh, robbery. If they, if they do a bank, I mean, the, the yeah. mom may be looking at some pretty serious charges here, possibly. If, I really they, hope so. I hope so too. And then Ryan, I want to ask you this, cause you just said you watched the RNC. How do you feel the fact that like, what 35 40% of the country is touting him as a hero i'm that might be a little bit high but um yeah i mean the, the plan is like they're losing so the plan is is just throw the the like the ridiculous stuff i mean they're just throwing everything against the wall of course and see what sticks but it's not if you don't choose me you're choosing evil and you're choosing <laughs> <laughs> No, that was literally the transcript of Trump's speech. It's going to become communism in the next eight years. It'll be. It will not even be socialist. It'll be communist. Like we're going to lose our entire country. The whole the whole constitution is going to get ripped up. AOC is going to go eat it or something, and like (laughs) light it on fire, you know, whatever he does. And it was just it was ridiculous. It was like childish. Like if you don't vote for me for class president, you're never going to get donuts for the rest of your life. It was, just, it was really stupid. I had to turn it off. Like, every night I had to turn it off. I was but like, does, does this kid and what he did actually fit into what you heard? Because I don't think any of us actually listened to. They didn't talk about it. They, they, they ignored the pandemic, mostly. They ignored the protests and the, shoot, the cop shooting okay. and, the, and the counter protests and the kid that shot the people and the people that, you know, whatever. They ignored most of that. Right. You know, like it, – they talked about the pandemic a little bit, 
Like, but no, it was all like, we are the law and order. I'm the law and order president. And uh, if you, if you, if they have their way, look at them, these thugs, these, okay. uh, these anarchists, <laughs> if they get their way, then you're going to lose everything. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm like, but it's but like, that, well, if it's such a bad time right now, you're the fucking president. Like, it's under your watch. All this is happening. You know, like, yeah, I wonder yeah. how in a, in a different administration, an Obama administration, how they would a Bush. deal with protests like this. You know, like a Bush, the Million Man March happened, I think, under Bush, didn't it? Yeah, and he was there. He, he stood with them. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and, and and I think this relates to the shooting stuff because, like, the mother of That's this child, right, because he's very Trumpy and very red hat. They're just, it's almost like with the racist show we had. It's like they're letting these people crawl out of the woodwork and give them like license to do whatever they want. And, and it's mm -hmm. like, that's, that's where the problem is, like, I think. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Hey, Adam, if I wanted to have a bazooka, do you think I should be able to have one? No. Why? Why not? Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> In theory, into a watermelon, dude. <laughs> I mean, I might have to take the training for it and stuff. But I mean, don't you think you deserve a bazooka? No, definitely not. There's a lot of shit that I would do if I had a bazooka that would not be safe for anybody. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say no. Well, uh, you know, there's a fine line. I think you want some of those kind of weapons. I mean, you have to have obviously you have to become a dealer. You have to be a an instructor. You have to have a certain class. Uh, license for it you have to be is this what you're thinking or is this the actual law this i don't know about the actual law but this okay. is what i know yeah we're not talking we're talking about because honestly the right to bear arms means that if the government can have it i should have something to defend myself from that government if it goes evil and they have bazookas adam so yeah. why can't you have a bazooka i just you know i, I can't tell you the answer why i can't but i know morally I don't think I should have one. <laughs> okay. I understand. Honestly, we do have them because we're the people that pay for the bazookas. Yes, so, sir. You know, if the, if the government goes bad, we take over the warehouse with the bazookas. You with me? You with me, Sean? I mean, you could buy a chop. <laughs> you, you, you could buy a Apache chopper if you had the uh, billions of dollars if you really wanted to. Okay. Yeah. The government has. But I mean, you can't arm it. Yeah. You know, you can't. No, yeah, it yeah, it doesn't, it, it, unfortunately, it doesn't come armed. <laughs> you don't get that discount. Uh, you'd have to make your own. Right. Um, but we did. We paid the taxes that bought that Apache. Yeah. So it is ours. We can go and visit it anytime we want, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it worked like that. Really I mean, I, I would like it almost be like Uber. <laughs> oh, hey, you guys, you guys paid for this. Come use it. So yeah. let me, I, I have a question for you, Sean. There it is. So Democrats want to take your guns, but actually I've never heard a Democrat say that. What I have heard them say though, is they don't want you to have automatic weapons, but that would mean or imply or infer that we can now have automatic weapons and they will stop that from happening. Can I have an automatic weapon? Absolutely. A hundred percent. You can, as long as you yes. do it legal way. And it's a real pain in the ass. I know there's like little things they sell, like you're not supposed to sell an arm. You're not supposed right. to sell an automatic rifle, right? You have to buy the, the kits, right? And like the um, So as long as you have a class three license, which you have to pay for every year, and I believe, don't quote me on this, but I think it's like $3,000 a year after the initial uh, whatever the, the fee is to the ATF, go ATF, not, not really, 
just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh. And then uh, you're, you're pretty restricted on what you can do with it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I know that uh, in Raymond, a, a guy had some automatic weapons and for him to keep his uh, class three license, he had to do some demos for the police force. So we got to go out and, you know, shoot some auto, automatic weapons, stuff like that. And he gets to keep his class three license and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, the, the common everyday folk of America uh, are more likely than not going, not going to get that class three license. Okay. So there is a line. Can you and carry an automatic weapon? Hmm. Mm. I, it doesn't matter. I was just wondering. Don't, I, I don't know the answer to that. It's actually. all about the same. I mean, it's all about the same to me. I, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, like, if the open carry law uh, here in Washington, I, I, I don't know if it, like, differentiates from uh, semi-auto to auto. Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, that's, that's actually a pretty good question. Can you carry any long gun? Open carry any long gun? Uh, I believe if you're over the age of 18, you can't. Actually, yeah. Or no, I they think 21. 21. Yeah, they changed it to 21. Uh, yeah, so I think any, anybody over the age of 21 can open carry. Um, you cannot conceal carry unless you have a concealed carry license. So I could, I could have my birthday, go out and get fucking drunk as fuck and carry a semi-automatic long gun. <laughs> not, not, not in Washington. Not in Washington state. It's, a, it's actually illegal to uh, be intoxicated and open carry and conceal carry as well. Okay. Um, you cannot... Um, uh, a habit, I think that's the, the term, uh, a bar or a place that serves alcohol and concealed carry. Uh, and okay. the, uh, what baffled me is when I was down in Oregon, Oregon, uh, you, you can conceal carry in a bar, which is crazy to me. You know, you know, it's like, hey, there's, that's a restriction and people don't really complain about it. Like, I mean, there's a bunch of gun. I mean, I live in Texas. Right. Um, so like, People don't go run around like, Bear, they're taking my rights back down. They're taking my, I can't drink, I can't drink my whiskey and I got my, right. You know, like, and, and like when you talk about something else, like a regulation, like what Jason's saying, like, where's the line of what's allowable? You know, right. you have to have that time. That's part of the conversation. Um, if you don't come up with a line, then just take them away or everyone gets everything or who knows. But it's like, there are already restrictions in place and it's not infringing on rights, you know, like we just have right. to decide what we like. And I guess the States do that, I suppose. Right. I would yeah. like to make the choice for you before you actually want to do it. You know what I mean? It's like, this is what you can do, but here's that fine line, you know? Yeah. 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 And wouldn't it be better if the people had a voice in that before the government made that decision? 100%. I mean, it's all a referendum, so the people have to vote on it, or yeah, and, you know, your representatives vote on it. So it's not like one guy going. Nuh, huh, huh. Well, it's like yeah. the gun lobby pays for this. So, you know, it's for yeah. this to go away. Yeah, are you guys big NRA member fans? Nope. No. Uh, cool. I'm kidding. Uh, it's, it's, it's lobby. a, a lobby. You know, a- I mean, it's they're not cool. It's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, like when people are killed, they have like rallies and stuff in those neighborhood neighboring cities you know you know it's like i mean you know they're buying the politicians but the, you know I, I just think that ugh. they were yeah yeah i yeah. just 
the whole lobby system should be out, should be gone, in my opinion. That should be gone. Oh, and this is a conversation about parenting. I want to say this. We got to talk about this at some point. Let's do it. At some point, some parents got to go. You can't have nice things if we can't. If you can't be appropriate, you can't have your shit. You can't have stuff. That's right. So someone in this country now, the Democrats don't do that as a platform, but. It's a thought to be like, sorry, no guns, man. Like, we can't do it safely. Our cops, who are our trained people, they can't do it safely. They shoot whoever the fuck they want to shoot. Our children, exactly. Our children go to school, shoot up their schools because of whatever stupid thing that they're worried about. Like, they can't have, they're not allowed to have guns. So these yeah. are like the innocent and the most um, trained, yeah. trained people are abusing it. And then everything few and far between, you know, like Australia did it, you know. New Zealand they wiped yeah. out all guns, yeah. Um, guns yeah, I'm taken. sorry. Yeah, New Zealand and and England. I, I love their approach, and I think that like I really am all for this like beat cop beat thing again. Like like make a cop like a postal service. He walks around the neighborhood. Everyone likes yeah. him. Talks to him. He keeps his gun in a fucking trunk in a lockbox. He doesn't have a gun like like England. They don't have guns. They don't carry guns. When someone gets real nasty, they just tire out the bad guy and they don't shoot him. You know, like, like I, I think that we need to get away from that. We need to get away from weapons. I, I personally think that. I, See, I, was, I right thought now. you were, I thought you were about to say, like, my thought is if you can't trust your kids, you shouldn't have a gun in the house. You know what I mean? But well, no, you were not. going, you were no, going full blown. I'm going, I'm going, we should be, no, we don't get guns for a while. I was like, hoping somebody out. would take out. that side. Yeah, no, you know, See, here's the bad. Here's the bad thing about that. I don't think that it's a, it'll happen because one for a, for a while, for a while would mean forever. Because the way this government runs, the way they they try to restrict us and constrict us and just keep us completely down, we won't get those privileges back. But is that bad? I mean, we're 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 creating a a fake utopia to see where it would go if there was no guns. But right. it's not it's not, not real. It's real. I mean? This is happening everywhere, everywhere else, and we're saying it can't happen here. But right. other countries have taken these measures and they've they've, they've drastically reduced weapons. And it and it's a beautiful thing too. You're right. You're absolutely hundred percent right. Is it though? That's what I'm asking. The bad thing about that is. Are these bad guys, are these criminals, are these drug dealers, are they going to get the memo and give in their turn in their guns? You sound like the RNC right now. Well, but fuck the we RNC. This, the whole world's going to go down. <laughs> fuck the fast. RNC. But fuck you know those what I'm guys. saying? I'm just making yes. a point. Like you, that's nope, the exact I agree. It's the fear. Like, we don't know what's going to happen because it's never happened. Right. So, yes, mm -hmm. we could conceivably, these bad guys might show up and you won't have a shotgun to protect your house. And now, like, oh, my gosh, they're going to take all your shit. Okay, that's possible. Also, what about no children dying? That's kind of nice. What about black people not getting shot every day or two or three? That's nice too. Like, so who knows until we do it? You know, I don't think that I'm not actually all for banning all the guns, but we should have the conversation a little bit. No, I like we the fact take, that you're willing take to take away, it. So. We should take it away from people. Like if you're caught with alcohol next to your gun or you're drinking out in your, in your park and shooting things or in your own land and doing something. But if you're caught and you do something wrong, no more guns for you. Sorry. Let's just start that treat, way. And treat them like a felon. Treat, treat more people like felons when it comes to weapons, you know, okay. unless, I think you that's how it class, is. unless you get this class C thing, you don't carry a gun like at all. Like you pay three grand a year and you go to training. Okay. You can have a handgun hidden. Hmm. But don't walk around with a long rifle and like there's no point. There's yeah. no point. Like these guns, handguns and 
military assault rifles are only made to kill lots of people. Like that's their job is to kill humans. You know, I can get on board with shotguns. I get on board with hunting rifles all day, mm. but I mean, these are weapons designed to kill people. So like, I think we should, we should think about limiting them at some point. No one's really trying to do this though in our, in our society, no. but I'm just like, when, when does a parent step up and go, sorry, you don't get these things because you don't, you don't, you abuse them. Like, you know, we did, we did a war on drugs because we abused the drugs. You know? how well did, but how well did that work well, out? And of course, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the government, the government had the fist up the donkey's ass in that one. Yes, yes. they so, did. So it, 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 it didn't help anybody. Yeah. And that's also my point. Like you can't yeah. do yeah. like that. Like you can't just, yeah. you know, it doesn't work like that. But. Okay. No, he makes you know, a good a, case. I'll give up my gun right world. now. Yeah. Well, so I'll, 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 I'll play devil's advocate on this. Uh, I, I do definitely respect uh, what you say, Ryan. Uh, but so we just have to take a look at one city, Chicago. Oh. It, it has the toughest gun laws in America. Mm. In America. Okay. And uh, I don't know the exact number of shooting victims slash uh, deaths this past weekend. Uh, I think it was upwards of 200 people were shot in the in the most restricted city in America. Right. There are people that aren't supposed to have guns that because they're convicted felons that are people sell guns on the street every day in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the government sells freaking guns to you know uh, stuff like that, uh, and it's it's not going to be one of those things where you can just shut the faucet off and say, Hey, all guns are illegal. Uh, yeah, of course. Not. You know, people, pe- I, I, I think it comes more to the long, the lines of mental health, really. Uh, okay. You know, okay. There's people, an angle. Pe- pe- people are evil inherently all, oh. all over the world. Uh, I'll take uh, Old England or great England or Great Britain, uh, whatever it was, uh, you know, they have a large population of, of Muslims, which is fantastic. Um, here in the past couple of years, they've had terrorist attacks where uh, a guy on a knife uh, has a knife on a train and kills 10 or 12 people, and they have their bobbies, their police officers with no guns. Well, they're getting chopped up too uh, because they don't have guns, and they have the special units where they where they have the guns, and oh, hey – it takes it takes twenty minutes to get these get these guys out here. Uh, you know, it's the same thing as uh, along the lines of people that are wanting to defund the police officers and have these mental health professionals get more money. Well, well, mental health professionals aren't going to be on patrol twenty four seven. They are. They are. They're 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 not though. I, I've experienced it one hundred percent. Like in Oregon, they have the cahoots program for thirty years. They have been. And they've been nine one one calls them. They respond, and only hundreds yes. and only a hundred and fifty times in the past five years have they had to call a police as backup. So in Washington State, Washington State is the fiftieth out of fiftieth state for mental health. Uh, they're the worst state. Um, so this, this, really? this is how it works yeah. in Washington State. So uh, some guy or gal is uh, a harm to this, themselves or others. Uh, somebody calls them because something police officer goes to that call. They determine that that person is a, a, a threat to themselves or others. They call dispatch dispatch calls the on-call mental health person who's sleeping. Away, sleeping. Oh yeah. Just send them up to the hospital. You got to sit on them for, uh, till I get there. Hmm. Okay, 70, so that takes, 72 so that, hour hold. That takes that officer 
off the streets in my town, it, it could be the only officer. So then right. you're having time for officer to call out. So then the officer's sitting, mental health comes up, evaluates him, uh, calls Western State Hospital. Oh, sorry, we don't have any beds, which 100% out of the 100% of the time that I had somebody, it was, we don't have any beds. You know you're making our case for us, right? What? I've, I've, written, I've already written down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, then. Go ahead, guys. Okay. So then uh, they release them because there's no crimes. So that person's got to follow up with MHP uh, during the normal work hours of the MHP facility. So then they go and uh, harm somebody or harm themselves and then are, are commit a crime, and then they're arrested, and then they're in jail, and then the corrections officers have to deal with a mental health person. Uh, right. Smaller facilities don't have the uh, person always there, or even a medical facility, an infirmary, if you will, uh, for that, especially in my area. So then you have just corrections officers who's, who have you know, very little training on this. You know, these guys right. have to experience this over and over and over again yeah that's not fair to them at all no it's not and so you know this we, i think we have a pretty in-depth mental health issue in america and uh we need, i think we need to get the help for that first and foremost before we start taking guns away uh, i totally I like agree with you i agree with you 100 and I, and I will say uh i can't remember who touched on it uh i i, I think if we're going to tighten the screws on gun stuff, let's do more training. Hey, you want to buy a gun? Cool. You have to complete such and such hours of training in this yeah. course before you can even purchase this gun. Yep. I, I think that would like a car. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you, you have to take exactly. You have to take a test to drive. It's 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 a pretty pretty not extensive test, but it's a pretty pretty good test. I, I yeah. think. It, same way with a firearm and i think that would slowly you'd see some some of these numbers go down i would hope yeah. i think that you have to take if you were to go do something like that you'd have to go a car would be too basic to get that license so i mean think about the cdl you know what i mean mm-hmm. which is yeah. far more extensive you have to be drug free you have to be evaluated you have to go through these physical agility you have to do wow. all these hoops to get <laughs> a firearm yeah and yeah. trust me i know Trust me, I want to fire up a fucking fat joint and just get down on it. But you know what? <laughs> I can't because I have a CDL and I worked my ass off for that thing. Mm. So if you want to have a gun, you have to go through all these hoops. You get that specialized license. Go get your CDL. Go, go get your uh, uh, whatever concealed carry permit. But you go through your course. You have to go through a mandatory 72-hour or however long the course should be, yeah. hunter safety, all these things that you have to go through here in Washington State wow. to carry a firearm. Before you carry a firearm, be sure that all that certification, all that stuff is done. Otherwise, you can't carry one. Because why would you carry one? I mean, why would you, why would I, as a CDL driver, go out and like, ah, fuck it, you know what? I'm just going to go and get hammered, and I'm going to drive around. Nope, can't happen because that that truck that I'm driving is considered a weapon. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I could go out and kill people with that truck. Of course. Same okay. concept with the gun. It's a privilege to have a gun it's it's not your it, it sure it's a given right whatever i, I it, it's a privilege to me it's a privilege to own a gun to have it a is. gun 
but that not everybody feels the same way but no i think you're related i think you're relating guns to like cigarettes don't you can't get rid of cigarettes altogether but you can tax and regulate the fuck out of them until they're not in existence anymore you know but i think ryan was going to answer a point to sean and i don't want to get too far away from the mental health yeah yeah well and okay and the mental health came up after we were talking about my conversation we should just get rid of the guns right so i'll close that line of although i won't i will close it after i reply to your response sean because absolutely absolutely stupid and this is what your response to my like we shouldn't maybe not have guns well in england sometimes a muslim terrorist that's supported by a group over in the middle east occasionally on the subway someone gets sliced a little bit is not like compare that to the number of children who are murdered by their peers you know like the maybe 50 British people who have died in the past whatever decade or whatever to like train being cut up because the bobbies don't have guns is significantly less than our dead children, just, just dead children, you know, like from gun violence. So I didn't like that response to like, you know, comparing England to this cause it's, it's a lot safer there. Like people do have guns, but not, the cops don't shoot their people, you know, like they don't get out, they don't get carried away. The 40% like abusers that do that job, like they don't have the weapons to shoot people, you know? So there's a lot more violence. Anyway, I will stop that line of thought, but with mental health, um, it, I think that is, that could solve so much problems. Like we just talked about like kids shooting them, you know, other kids and kids, mothers taking them to these, if we had a mental health system, like part of our healthcare system, maybe for everyone. A fully funded one. Wouldn't that be nice? Then things like gun violence wouldn't be an issue. Then things like heroin overdoses wouldn't be an issue because everyone throughout their whole lives can go to the doctor and they can ease their pain. They can get preventative health care. They get like psychologists, like, you know, something that helps them deal with whatever imbalances they have. Like if we had that in our country, it would fix, we wouldn't have to be real probably even talking about guns. You know, mm-hmm. if we were rolled this out 50 years ago, we probably wouldn't have the gun problem we have today. Cause there's a lot of other places in this world that don't have the gun problem. You know, it's, it's okay. unique to us. I want to just say, I think it's uh, talk, talking about mental health being a line item in the defund situation. What, what Sean explained was, an underfunded mental health prepared system. So what you're saying is that we shouldn't do it because it doesn't work because we're not funding it. But if we funded it better and there was beds and there was the mental, there was 50 mental health people on call instead of just that one and that they wouldn't get to the jail. I think it's ridiculous. And I think it's a, it's a money system to put a person in the in the hospital to spit them out the hospital gets money spit them out goes to jail the jail gets money spit them back out and i think if i think if we had 50 mental health people that corrections officer he wouldn't be so stressed and that cop that cop that has to go and and you know see a accident and you know write up the report and exchange license he isn't going to be that one cop that's that's taken away from everything you know what i mean so he's still going to be available for the more serious things. And when he goes home, he's not going to be so stressed because he didn't have to go from, from talking a wife and a husband down from an alcoholic stupor to a, some kid that has an actual rifle and is an actual threat. Yeah. And that's a big argument for defund the police. Now I, I don't like the term defund the police yep. because yep. it just sounds so horrible. 
right. I am getting to like it more now because it's so polarizing. You know, it's like, well, what does this mean? Like everyone just, you know, a simple, let's say a simple suburban person that doesn't read the news or know, know very much, no, pretty non-intelligent person, right? Not very active. Right, that sounds right. like a scary thing. Like, oh my gosh, the police are here to like protect us and to do things, you know? It's like, no, it's like reallocate. Camden, New really? Jersey is a great example of a city in this country that was reformed like a, what, it was a decade ago and all their cops went to beats and all of them, they like they're it's right next to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a dangerous place, you know, and then just down yeah. the road is Baltimore. Yep. That's a dangerous place, you know, and this is all the same kind of people like, you know, like the, the Camden's also pretty poor. It's a really, really poor town, mm. you know, kind of liquor store in every corner kind of place. And, now everyone is friends with their cop. Their local cop just walks down the street like the mailman. He lives in the community? And that's, yeah, um, well, I mean, no, they have beats, like, but, but okay. like the community has a local cop. That cop is always on this, in this area. Okay. That cop is always there to help with issues. So like when people start fighting, they're like, Jimmy, Jimmy, we got it. Right. And like now they're talking, now they know each other. So you're not going to shoot some strange, like, especially like, let's say shooting black people. You know, that's a problem. You know, there be, there's none of that. There's less of that. And if you know someone, you're not just going to assume, oh, I'm scared because of the way I was raised or whatever. I'm just going to, I don't know what this person's going to do. Like when you live in a community, you know, the crazy guy down the street that, you know, like, you know, to watch yeah. out for him. And if something like happens, you're like, you let people know cop, like officer, he's a little bit like, you know, like he's a little bit wacky. Watch out. You know, Yeah, people love to gossip. But mm -hmm. like, I, I think yep. that this is like, a, that's a defunded city that police station, the police officers were completely, it was like eliminated. Their police system was eliminated and replaced mm -hmm. with something new. Okay. And, you know, the fire department's like that too. And um, it's not scary because it's working, you know, in, in a rough city. And I, I think that's a, one example that we need to look at more that our country is not really looking at. And, and they're just talking more about, I guess, politics right now when it comes okay. to so I think the test will be, we'll see what happens in Seattle, because I mean, I think that's what's happening. They're defunding, destructurizing, de and Re reallocating. reallocating these funds and these police officers to different part of the city or different part of the county. Yeah, and uh, it'd be interesting to see if that actually works. You know, I'm, not, a, I'm not opposed to defunding, but I don't. Like you guys, I don't like the term defunding. I just yeah, think it's, it's not. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a causes conversation, right. actually. Yeah, but it'd so be hard I, to pass a vote. It would be hard to pass a vote and say defund. Right. right. I, I think realistically, I, I think instead of saying defund the police, um, you know, it's not just uh, the police. You know, that that's that's the bottom layer of where this starts. Uh, we need to say uh, defund the criminal justice system hmm. because you have these political prosecutors. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a yeah. money system. Oh yeah. It, Exactly. It's 100% money. That's, uh, it's got to flow through that. Even, even we can go back to the mental health system. You know, again, they, they, they've got some issues. And unfortunately, the way it's set up now is they get hooked up and then they get put into the criminal justice system and, and then they sit yeah. for months and months and months in jail because there's no beds and stuff. You know, there, there, yeah. there has to be a better way to do we have that. a guy here that was picked up for uh just uh pi you know just wait he was just walking around intoxicated right he needs a hundred bucks to get yeah. out he's been in jail for six months 
in the current COVID situation because he can't come up with a hundred bucks to get out. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, and it's, so it's, it's a broken system. It's, it's it, you know, right. it, it's not just the police. The police is the bottom layer. Uh, but I think with that, I, I think that actually police need more training. So yeah. training comes well, more, more, more cost. It's not, it's not less cost. If you, if you are looking strictly to just look at that bottom layer of defunding the police, you're going to see negative results, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, they should have a wide array of things to train. They should have their choices from, you know, practicing with their firearm to becoming, yeah. beginning your bachelor's in mental health or maybe prescriptions or so they know what to look, you know, it, they should have yeah. an array of everything, even downtime, like art and meditation and things that would help them. But that that's the police. And I want to talk about guns a little bit because you guys are for safety. And what we've talked about before is gun clubs and not everybody having a gun, but I'm thinking of like going to the gym, having a locker with your guns in it and being a part of a gun club. So that you still get your gun, you still get to go to the range, you still get to have fun and be an enthusiast, like joining the Moose Lodge. But it's a gun enthusiast. And in that way, you can create your own rules, your your contract. You don't do this. Like the Shriners, you know, the Shriners have a certain, you know, set of rules that they adhere to. And so like a gun club, you could do the same thing. You just don't take your gun home necessarily, but it's there. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean, it's, in theory, it sounds like a good idea, but no, at the same doesn't. time, at the same time, you t- <laughs> I wouldn't want my guns in a bunch of, you know, what if shit went down? What if like, you know, what if there's a gang shit? No, I don't know, man. Honestly, I just like, I just don't like the idea of having my property out there. What if somebody broke into that spot, busted open the lockers and just started taking guns and then committed crimes those what if somebody came into your house and busted into your locker and took your guns and committed at least we know at least we know it would be my gun then i could report it stolen you know what i mean but there you don't know you wouldn't know you wouldn't have and then you don't have the gun for home safety that's right that's why it's a stupid idea and i was a gun owner i've been a gun owner and i got gun owner because of where i lived i lived in dallas and downtown and there were shots outside a window like every week so i'm like i'm getting a shoddy man i'm getting the mossy yeah. Went to the gun club. In fact, went to the gun club, learned how to shoot it, you know, and then I went to like land, learned how to shoot it, brought it home finally. And I'm like nice form above perch, you know, in case I need to get someone coming in, you know, like, and, right. and I sold it cause I was moving in with the child. So the mother was like, nah, I don't want this. And I'm like, I respect that. So I sold it. So we all agree that we deserve to have a gun at home. So yeah. I so mean, now we're getting to the point of, we want a gun at home. What is an irrational gun to have at home? And, how do we keep it safe and and individually usable? How about that? <laughs> and then what stops Johnny to go to school with it? Exactly. A, a trigger lock, um, a, a DNA a print, a print, a safe. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, anything that keeps it under lock and key, like my guns, they are under lock and key. I, I do that not because, you know, the old lady says, hey, I don't like guns. Guess what? No. That's not how it works. I got a fucking gun. I got a gun. Plain and simple. Get used to it. It'll be around the fucking house. 100%. And, and then now, 
there's a safety security net where she's like, oh, okay, well, you know how to use the gun. You're trained on it. Cool. All right. I can get used to that idea. But the kids are, is, was my concern. Cause like when I started having kids, I was like, it's like, man, I, oh shit, I got a lot of guns. I, uh, <laughs> I got to put some locks on these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So locks, trigger locks. And, and this is before everybody was like, oh, it's the big thing. You have to do this and that. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But the, a common sense says, Hey, put these goddamn things on if you're going to have kids, because what's going to happen for me when I was growing up, it was, um, what is that shooting out there in Colorado? The Columbine? Yes. Columbine. Yeah. That was the big thing. So sat, that sat in the back of my mind for the longest time. It's like, fuck, if I ever have a kid, I don't want to, my kid to understand that the, these are not considered to play toys. These are not to be considered to, to hurt anybody. If you're going to point that at somebody, you better be goddamn sure to get all the repercussions. So everything's under lock and key. I got trigger locks. I got safe. They're in a double locked in a safe. I don't care if it takes me a long time to get that out. At least I know my kid's not going to get in there and get it. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't I mean, think it's, all the, it's no longer home protection, though. Yeah, that is not. That's almost. That's almost like you can just might as well keep it at the gun club. You know, exactly. it's all locked so, away. You know. Yep, yeah, but at, at the same time, those weapons are not for 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 sport shooting. Those things aren't for home protection. Those guns are for going out onto the range. Right. I take them out. I understand your point, but that's I. I don't want them at a fucking gun club. I want we're, them. No, we're no, talking. We're saying. talking no, about the gun. We're talking about the gun on your nightstand. How do we make sure the gun on your nightstand doesn't get into your kid's hands so that he can hurt somebody with it? Oh, what the? You mean with the DNA uh, lock kit on it, so he can't get <laughs> into it? Lock. There's that one. Uh, so, so I'll tell you before we even talk about locks, uh, safes, anything like that. First and foremost, it's gonna be education, gun yeah. safety education. Period. Hundred percent. Then that's Where before that the lock. I think that might be that might be Before the gun. Before the gun. Okay. I mean, this is, you know, I'm, I'm pro gun. Like, everything. yeah, that's why you're here, bud. That's why you're but, here. But if safety is not involved, if education is not involved, uh, it's you, a problem. You shouldn't own a gun, period. Okay. Period. Um, and then we can talk about locks. Uh, there's biometric systems. Uh, anything that involves a key is not home defense because you're, you don't have those uh, fine motor skills where it's you're waiting. Up and oh god, somebody you got you got five seconds to get this gun out. We're yeah. talking metric uh, fingerprints stuff like that where you can get it. Um, Vault Tech uh, is a new company. Uh, they make some pretty snazzy stuff where you can uh, screw in this little uh, safe that you could put in your nightstand and put a pistol in it, and you have to put sh- your thumbprint in it. Yep, yeah. you can get it out pretty quick. So I like but, this. You know. So they, they, you know, technology is definitely on our side now uh, yeah. here, in the twenty twenty, where we can we can have those things that would be considered uh, easy access, but still have those safety issues where uh, right. our children or our loved ones aren't grabbing uh, the guns and doing something uh, very heinous with them. Right, so, and that's part of the education part, right? So you you kind of went there. So who, where in the world? Is that done properly? Like, like, where, where, who should we look up to? Like, right. like, who, like, who? Where do we look to be like? Let's do this correctly. What let's should we fund like to safely. make that possible? Where is that done? I don't know. I'm just asking. 
So it, I think it should start at the point of when you're out there looking for guns. When you go, you approach the counter, I, your local mom and pop gun shop, hey, I'm looking into this gun here. Oh, okay. Well, then you know what? This is what you need to look at. Here, start here. Let's look in and all the safety, the rules, the courses. Start here before you proceed to buying your gun or looking I, at I your think, gun. Or I think Sean is talking well before yeah. that. He's talking about um, three, three years old, four years old, right? And, Bef and, before a kid touches a gun, he who's going to teach? Is it going to be in our? And is it going to be no, in our no. schools? Is it going to be a separate mm. school? Is it going to be a training no. class that you bring your kids to? Or is it going to be the parent? So honestly, I, I was blessed uh, with employment where I was at at Threat Dynamics. Um, so you could go buy a gun wherever you want, wherever you choose. Mm -hmm. They're, they're going to sell you a gun, period. If um, you're over 18. Yeah, well, legally. Uh, if you're on the legal lines of uh, able to buy a gun, you can go anywhere you want. Uh, but they're just going to sell you a gun more likely than not. Um, yeah. I worked at Threat Dynamics. Um, you know, we, we had the luxury of having a live fire range, uh, some other stuff, some classes. So we would really push these classes. Oh, this is your first gun. You know what? Uh, hey, we have this basic intro to handgun uh, gun uh, class going yeah. on. To, uh, we can get you in. Actually, you get a discount uh, if, you, if you are to purchase this gun. Uh, if not, we could do private lesson. We could show you how this gun works, how to safely store it. Uh, all those things you gotta, you, you know, you're touching on all those safety points before they even leave the store with this gun. It's, mm. it's really a moral responsibility. Uh, but that's not that come here. I'm sorry, guys. I, 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 nice to see <laughs> y'all. Uh, hey, Joe. What's up, brother? Hey. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Too. Hey, can, can we can we agree that that's not the typical experience, though? You're you're talking. Oh no, about that's you, that's why I said that. You, yeah. you can, we agree. You you can, you could yeah. go to Walmart and you know, you know buy an AR, a shotgun. They don't sell pistols anymore, but you know, they're not going to tell you. Uh, the guy behind the counter at the gun store is not going to tell you how to use this properly. How how right. how. Where the where the safety's at, how to load it properly, even just the basic. Yeah. But you you're talking you're talking about an 18 year old and and the kid that just killed and shot people is 17. So what, where wait where we were like proper gun owners they all had the they all had the the open carries and they all went through the trainings yeah. they've all gone through all the things and did yeah, it properly yeah. and the kid still does this still happens. But it's we're we're still trying to find out where a kid. You guys you guys have said it before that a kid should start his gun training around three, but not with a real gun. So between the age of three and the point where you're talking about it, threat dynamics, how are you going to educate him? Who's going to educate him? And who do we give money to to fund to make that possible? I mean, we can just pray about it. Is it our school system? <laughs> is it our school system? Is it a separate class? Like you take your kid to karate? Is it an extracurricular? <laughs> or is it, is it our churches? <laughs> I mean, the churches are a good spot. You can start there. <laughs> WAP. That's what I like to say. WAP. Not right. that what uh, Cardi B says. Worship and pray. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe, let me get you in here on this one. How about this? Do you think parents should spend more time with their kids? And maybe if they see a child that could be prone to depressions or anxieties or outbursts maybe they should give their gun up for a while oh yeah for sure i mean well i mean it, it, we, we, we that's 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 well beyond what we're talking about though no, Again, it's, it's like, right where we're talking about mm, i don't think we i mean i, I should, 
we don't we don't have that kind of regulation. We don't have that kind of regulation where you can even like we don't have the kind of system set up where we could even. But as a parent, shouldn't as a, an individual parent to pay more attention to their kids? Just shouldn't they be and realize realize that if their if their child is something that could possibly use the gun to hurt people if they're that stupid. I'm sorry. Shouldn't the maybe the parent have the uh, you're a parent. That's why I'm asking. Sure. Shouldn't the so parent strong. have the balls? Yeah. And Adam and and maybe yeah. Ryan and I, we don't know. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but shouldn't the parent take some response? This kid's mom 100%. drove him there, right? So shouldn't right. the mom no, she was is, there with him? Right. Yeah, no, for, for sure. But we're, we're talking about, again, this is a problem that's well beyond that. This woman was there with her child, her child. 17 mm. years old. He's still a child. But she thinks she, that's right. And we're trying to explain why does. that's wrong. Right. Is that wrong? Yeah, first thing Absolutely. Yep. It's, it's, it's against the law. First of all, I mean, in, in that state and in Wisconsin where he, where he did, where he committed this heinous crime, these heinous crimes yep. and the state where he came from Illinois, 17 is not a legal carrying age. Uh, first and foremost, he should be charged. And so should she uh, well, actually first and foremost, she should be charged and then he should be as well. Right. As a minor, as a minor, unfortunately, but still charged with a federal crime. Murder is, as last I checked, murder manslaughter is a federal crime, right? Oh, yeah, people are people are serving so, time in Texas, right, right. For, for murder. And, yep. I mean, and, yeah. and we we as a nation have a long history of persecuting underage children, um, and and at, but but um, we're again, yes, I agree with you that we should have some sort. But you're you're talking about an issue that. The parents are already thinking that they've got it under control. They're giving this child, a, 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 yeah. you know, weapon, lethal, my, lethal weapons. Point. At some and, point, at some point, their child, somebody's child in America, is going to do this again, and right. their parents are going to notice something because this just happened. So it's going to happen again. So maybe if we tell parents, "Hey, don't do this," but at what point do they stop it? Right? Well, now, you know, kid, and, and it's. It's what happens from this point. I mean, if we, if this sheriff and this and this, um, the 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 people that are prosecuted that are that are first holding this child and 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 the people that are going to prosecute him, if they do not set an example with this case with this Absolutely. situation, uh, and actually put the the long arm of the law down on these people, then you have opened the gates. It's it's what's what happens Amen. in every level of court. And where 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 if you get somebody that gets away with this and they go, well, we can do it now. Yeah. Now let me ask you something. This, this let me drop this atom bomb on you guys because this is what got me alienated from a few fucking friends of mine, and I, I hope they listen to this eventually because I want them to know they can fuck right off. Do you think at this point, at this 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 crime that's happening right now, with him not being persecuted right away or not being incarcerated right away? is a privilege of the skin color. And I'm noticing this, I'm saying this right now because I'm noticing one, two, three, four, four of my, my brothers, my friends right here on this, on this podcast right now are Caucasian. Yep. Okay. I, myself, I am 100% Mexican, born in the United States. Is this a case of white privilege for this kid? Of course because it is. Yes and no. He claims to be Hispanic. But, but, but. He claims. Right. But, right. I read but, that too. From, 
from the moment from the moment that this happened and he walked towards those police officers they assumed he was white and they they assumed that he didn't do anything wrong and they let him go so 100% this is white privilege. He gave him and water. He walked around all night carrying a weapon. No one checked his, a, his ID. He had a fucking, an AR, right? Wasn't it an AR or something? Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Open carry. A, a yep. mass, like that's a mass people shooting machine. You know, some guy has a key in his hand the other, the day before, and now they're like, oh, it's a, it's a fancy Middle Eastern knife, like like we gotta shoot him seven times, you know, like yes. like just because he went to his car, you know, yeah. like that is completely white privilege and it is complete racism, and that's the problem. Like that's why the protests are happening, you know. Right. It's like this 100%. is the problem, and I'm glad you guys see that because I I see it, yeah. I I see it, and I and and it's for me like all the, during all this turmoil during all this whole pandemic and everything i always see you know the george floyd even go back to george floyd even farther than that go back to watts even farther than that go back to the last one before that they're saying it's a black problem or they're saying it's a mexican problem but they never see that it's a people problem it's a people i never problem. i never hear that you know what i mean i always i, I don't know how you guys were raised and how you guys grew up but i always saw the shit side of everything but opening my eyes and trying to be as human as possible i see that oh there's not there there's not a there's a good guy there, there's a good guy there oh i don't see skin color at this point anymore you know because i see actions you know this 100 percent. i know that we can all agree this is a heinous action 100 percent this should 100%, and I agree with Joe, should fall on the parent's lap 100%. This is their fault because they allowed their child to walk out. Yep. You know? And making it a good example, making an example for this, this kid and this parent is very important. I agree with that because – 100%. I mean, you've got like – I mean, I feel like it's like the, the conversation about like our leader right now in our country is allowing all this nastiness to happen. His whole entire platform, his entire week was centered on if you don't elect me – all these people are coming to take away your country and your and your and your democracy. Like all these bad guys. So now, if you get a parent who who probably, I bet you, his parents did all the classes, did all the gun thing rights, probably are members and like in the gun clubs and do all the things the right way. The next one's going to be like, well, we'll just let our son do it because he won't go to jail forever. He'll just get five, ten right. years, and he'll let, let's let them wax those brownies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that's like that's that that's the kind of you know what I mean? Brownie. It yep. makes me hungry, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like that. We yes. Need to take a, this needs to be that focal point. This need this is the that? example that needs to happen. It needs to be the precedent. It needs to be set. There needs to be a line drawn in the fucking sand, and these people need to be held accountable. And 100%. they need to be they need to be taken. To the extreme of the law. That's yes. what needs to happen. You're getting adulted. You're getting life in prison. You're gone, buddy. Well, and, and, and get you know life in prison. Give him, give him thirty years for sure, and let him yeah. let him be the example, let, and let him be the yeah. the law that let's let's call it a fucking law yeah. after this fucking kid. And I mean, name it. And shame fucking, him. And, shame yeah. him. Yeah. Well, shame, you lost your guns because of this dumb right. shit. The dumb right. shit law. I'm just yep. calling him dumb shit. I'm not using his name. I don't even know his name. I don't, I don't give a, a shit. He's a kid. It's what's tragic is he's a child, and and That's there's horrible. been 
It, it is. It's terrible. Uh, it, and it's, and it's, but it's on the, the parents and the system that allowed this to happen and the, and the system of racial, racial prejudice yeah. that exists in the police itself and in the society. There's, it's, what's crazy is, you know, you touched on it very briefly, this idea that the whole reason those people are out there protesting and say what you will about rioters and looters, those are going to get those, those people are going to show up no matter what the situation is. But you have a protest that is built on the inequality and injustice that's being dealt to people of color. And here you have a prime example of people of color being, uh, you know, being over, being, being, you know, their, their attention is being centered on them whenever you have a, a, a white homegrown terrorist walking the streets, a child that has been trained in homegrown terror. Dressed and as a cop, though. I mean, he was dressed as a cop. Is he is he, has no. he tra- is he trained in homegrown terror or has he just been radicalized by YouTube videos? No, it could be a combination of both. No. Man. Yeah. It's his environment. You know? but, but you look isolation, at isolation, depression. This isn't, this isn't a kid that necessarily just played video games. He was armed to the teeth by his parents. His parents, his mother was there armed to the teeth. She okay. had weapons on her. It's 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 bigger than that. And it's not we can't just say this is video games. And, nope, and, and I, I'm not saying it doesn't play a factor. Yeah, no, no, I'm nope, I was just asking because I know but, there's a podcast called Rabbit Hole where this kid got radicalized and unradicalized. And so I was wondering sure. what, what group this guy fell in. I think it's a, like you said, I mean, I think, I think there's a catch-all situation where, or not a catch-all, a, you know, a conglomerating, a conglomerate right, situation right. that, I read, a perfect, perfect storm. I read an Go article ahead. today about him and um, his peers at school. Many of them said, yeah, he's this shooter type. Like he's a, like he was the one in class that we would say he's the shooter type. Okay. Um, Damn. He's, it's very MAGA, red hat family. Um, a lot of kids made fun of him for liking Trump and he always threatened physical abuse on them all the time. That was his MO because he was this little tiny, you know, short shit, chubby, you know, five, four short, you know, so he's a combination of isolation. He's a combination of like gun nuts, Jesus freaks, Trump supporters, like all this weird stuff coming out of the woodwork. I think he's just, you know, all that. And that's what's on on the parents. It's on the parents. A lot of that because they kids don't come out of a vagina like that. No, hell no. He was right. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. No, no, they don't come out of a vagina like that. They're like, and then you teach that thing to be well, like. I came out with a beard, so. Did you really? I, I think I think Joe did too. It's not our fault. No, you're right, man. It's, it's a, he's a product of his environment, and it's not it's not the kid's fault. It's the you know it's it's his environment. It's it. For that instance, you have to take those guns away from how the do parents. You, like, how do you talk about that as a society? Like, what do we do about this? Get him mental keep health. fucking buying guns. Like, that's that's what yeah. we've done all the time. Now yeah. we have done. We've gone into regulation, and I'm all about tra- extra training and like all that kind of stuff. Especially with police, we need a different profile. If you got like forty percent of police being domestic abusers, you're hiring the wrong kind of person. Those people don't need to be doing their job. They could they could do the garbage. But let the garbage man be the tr- the police officer. I know the garbage you know, man is a like, good guy. The good there's good dudes. There are there are, that some, there are some, the, but there's a huge that, amount. Of, that's a great paying job, and it's a, it's got benefits. And those guys work really really hard, and they work themselves in that position. I'm not saying you know uh, there's what I'm saying is you're right. There there is something wrong with how we are 
recruiting the people that become police officers. And there, like we said before, and like I'll say again, there are good people doing that job. Mm-hmm. It, is a ne- right. it, is a, it is a necessary job, but there is no room for cops to be good, truly, as a group. If we are not policing our own, if we're not holding them accountable, if we're not... Yeah. Uh, if they're not holding not, themselves accountable, if they're not right. calling out the bad cop and pointing at him when he right. did it and saying, right. him, right there, him, and yep. putting right. him in handcuffs, then I'm not standing up for any cop because well, they're this, not standing up for Americans. This, this situation in particular is a, is a prime example of the problem we have. And you have the police chief and the sheriff who both have let this situation get as far as it got, have you know, their own officers shooting a, an unarmed black man in the back in front of his children, mm-hmm. which, is, which has got us in this position. Okay. And now those people are going to hold this situation account. Like, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't you, understand. You know, two of the three of those cops, the two that were, that were assisting, hadn't even been a cops for a year. One of the cops just became a cop this January. God dang it. And and all three of them said they attempted to use their tasers first and it didn't work. Fuck you. The odds of that happening, fuck you. Lies. 100% lies. Hey, Sean, what happened if I come over there and tase you? Will you drop like a rag or what? Um, So the cool thing about a taser, the way they designed it, is it drops uh, nodes. So it's steady. So if, if in fact, they did... Uh, deploy their tasers. Um, there would be two sets of nodes. Uh, the new taser, the X2, it has two probes. You can pull the trigger twice, boom, boom. Uh, the older tasers, you'd have to take the cartridge out, toss the cartridge, put your another cartridge in, uh, and get back on target and shoot that. So if they did, in fact, uh, tase this gentleman uh, twice, um, be, obviously there's going to be uh, where the probes went, uh, if they didn't impact him, they're going to be through clothing, stuff like that. Uh, and then you're going to have these nodes all, all over the freaking place, dude. They're, they're literal. I mean, they're really, really small, little round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they freaking fly everywhere. But so, there'll be evidence of it. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, you know, my, my, uh, That's the point. my department, uh, if you were to use the taser for um, use of force, uh, the policy was you were to pick up a bunch of nodes, put it in an evidence bag, seal it, and it goes into evidence because it's part of the case. Right. Uh, right. You know, I they, can't speak. I can't with, speak for this department, uh, but it should more likely than not be the policy of that department as well. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So we were talking about this kid should be punished, right? And we agree that his mom should be punished as well. But oh, his but, mom, hundred percent. But in what yeah. way? In what way? I think. You should take her house. I think you should just take her possessions. Leave her I mean, penniless. So it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be hard to mm-hmm. seize because that, that's not that's not the uh, they didn't use the house in the crime. Right. Okay. I don't care. I don't care. The the vehicle that they drove can be seized. I think take her to jail. Um, put her in jail for life and she take all be, of her possessions. She'll lose them. Yep. I mean, you're talking about changing the laws, and while since we're going to change laws, let's just get rid of the amend- one of those amendments that we don't like. Yeah, no, civil for- forfeiture is 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 pretty tough. Uh, yeah, and then and then you have to have these crimes for the civil forfeiture. So any, any anything that is used in the crime can be taken, can be seized. So the vehicle, the gun, uh, anything that's in their possession, 
um, or any of the like things, a place where they planned the crime. If, if in fact uh, it's proven to be planned at their house, well, yeah, let's do you it. Know, let's same thing with uh, people that use drugs. If if this is a drug house, you should be doing the paperwork and and seizing. I love it. So you want to punish them, is what you're saying, Jason? You want yes. To I want. I want the mom punished. I mean, but what you, about the little daughter or someone that might be more innocent? That's that's the that's the reason to not do it. Well, and, and you're talking about, you know, the other kids or whatever, like the, and, and I think, you know, let's, 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 let's put like, uh, what ifs aside, like, yeah, like, work within the law. If, if like you're saying, mm-hmm. if they can I mean, prosecute her to the full extent of the law. And I don't okay. think that's going to happen. I am super mm-hmm. doubtful that that's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm doubtful that. Even 100%. if this kid goes to jail, I think he'll be pardoned at some point, especially if this uh, oh, if Trump remains the president. And and he'll speak, and, and, the, he'll speak at the convention, right? Wow. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we, he's right. We had that this week. What are you talking about? Oh, we had two people, <laughs> like just the last You're protest. Right. Right. The last guy that was killed. Well, I'm sorry, two guys that were killed protests ago. Within like what a couple of days ago, you know, last week, right? These people were pointing guns at Black Lives Matter people, being like, "Get off my property! I don't, I'm real scared. I'm real scared." Those lawyers, scared. yeah. Those attorneys, yeah. My neighborhood, yeah. Like, like, and now they're speaking at the RNC. Yeah. Right. Hey, Joe. This kid, this kid should totally speak at the RNC. This guy yeah. should totally speak for the NRA. You know. Well, you take all their fucking possessions and let that little kid, that little sister you were talking about, speak at the RNC. None of them yeah. need to speak. None of these people need to have a voice. None Wait. of them. Hundred percent. I agree with you, Ryan. None I mean, of these people need a voice. They should, they should they never be able to profit from these stories ever. They should never be able to write a book. No 100%. family member should ever be able to write a book. Nobody course, should make money. Yeah. But look at all the funds they've already raised for that kid. Over a hundred grand. Oh, that makes me sick. That makes right. me sick. And uh, Jacob, what was his name that got shot? Blake? Jacob Blake? Jacob Blake. He was handcuffed until this afternoon in his bed in his hospital. Right. Like I mean, like at least be like sorry you can't walk. We're not going to handcuff you because why was he? Ha- what was his crime? What was he, he had felony? He had felony warrants that were outstanding. Oh, okay. And so the law is, and the sheriff said, you know, this we would do this to anyone, but right. I mm. mean, a national. So so you know, a national issue. Just, well, well, even if handcuffed. it's not a national issue, like so, uh, my understanding, he's paralyzed. Yeah. yeah. So, so of course he's gonna go. <laughs> you know, well, you could wheel him off as, as you know as and well, <laughs> yeah, cuff his spokes. <laughs> as a human being, even if you're a police officer, which you know, I was, and my big thing is having having compassion. He's not gonna go anywhere. I mean, that's that's a funny thing to say, but it's not. Like, oh, so, so you're okay with just leaving a uh, a black guy with felonies un unchained, but a white guy that just jaywalks? You want him chained to a bed because he can walk? Uh, j- jaywalking is uh, <laughs> not, a, not a criminal. criminal no, we're talking about e- uh, dispensing the law equally. Is is all I'm saying? And no, uh, it, 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 well, okay. So yes, it, it, there's a there should be there, there's a policy, a department policy, more than likely that says uh, all suspects will be handcuffed at. That's at what the sheriff said. Hospital, uh, and that, uh, great. That's fine. But at a certain at a certain point, as a, as a human being, you got to say. As the sheriff, you should probably As say. As the sheriff, the sheriff makes the call. You know yeah. what? Hey, 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 deputies! He's not going anywhere. He, unfortunately, he's paralyzed uh, due to uh, us. Uh, yep. So take the handcuffs off because I am the sheriff, 
and what I say goes. I supersede any policy. Uh, you know, you got to have that compassion. Oh, he could have done that. Even the sergeant or even the lieutenant or, or, you know, their chain of command could have stepped in and said, hey, guys, go, go ahead and take the handcuffs off. But this is a yeah. prime This is a prime example of what we're going to be looking at when okay. it comes to this guy getting anybody in that area getting justice that they deserve or that they that they right. want because they're they're already showing that the compassion is not an issue the the um humanity is not an issue here they're willing to uh, they're willing to attempt to, to murder somebody that they think is guilty they they, they think that it's okay and, and this is a problem with police in general and there's a lot of there's the sign you know these protest signs going around saying you know just so you know cops aren't supposed to kill guilty people either that's real and they're doing that and they feel like it's justified and they justify it any way they can and they 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 use any justification they can to kill anybody that they can because it's 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 apparently simpler and and a lot more exciting than arresting them and it's you know even though they can arrest and uh you know detain white people all the fucking time they're pretty frequently killing black people yeah yeah and this sheriff could have chosen to take those handcuffs off like you said sean yeah instead those two days three days ago instead of doing that he got on the news and was like well this guy was a rapist you know like he's a he's painting a bad picture now he's a felon like this is a multiple he's abuser he's a wife abuser like so the handcuffs went off when people realized, you know, and it became news story. But until then, that sheriff has been like this black guy rapist. Mm. Our, our officers were doing their <clears throat> solemn. Duty. I see what you're saying. You know, well, that's what the fact is. That's what he's been. That's what they've been doing and saying on the news. The sheriff's been like, you know, this guy was he was a bad guy, and he was coming back. He'd beaten up his wife. Whatever. Like, there's been domestic violence. Our guys knew it. They took appropriate action. Like that's what this guy's been saying. Okay. And he now, started the gaslighting. Well, yeah. I mean, his job is to protect his officers, and that's part yeah. of this whole problem that we Ooh, have. His job isn't to protect his officers. That's bullshit. You're off. I mean, that's not true. Like that. Yeah, you know, that's not true because like and, his and, job is to protect. Yeah, that's part of his job. And the, and the unions. No, I'm I'm with you. Like it, 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 we yeah. all know that his job should be to protect and serve the the people that actually in a sheriff they, that elected him, um, and as a chief of police. It should be his job to protect and serve the people in his in his municipality or whatever. But the 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 problem that we have, and it's what we're protesting, it's why they say defund the police. It's that there's too much money in the police unions and in the uh, police system in general that are that that his job is to protect his officers and to cover his ass and to to stop shit from rolling uphill mm. and get to get to the people that he reports to, because if he can stop it there and say the things that we're talking about saying, I have to keep this guy uh, handcuffed to a fucking hospital, this, this now, you know, paraplegic person, uh, handcuffed to a, a hospital bed because he's a, he's got this warrant and that warrant, even though we accidentally shot him in the back seven times. Like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's an accident. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, no, of course. Well, no, they, 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 yeah. It's a joke, you know, of course. Yeah. But, so the Second Amendment says we have the right to bear arms, and we all know what that means, but... It doesn't say that. It says we have to have a militia, is what it a says. Rel- a well-regulated militia, for sure. It's not to bear the right to bear okay. arms. I like this. Okay. 
So, so we have the right to have a militia, which is why we need the bazookas that we talked about earlier, Joe. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wanted to ask Joe. Joe's trying to find the line with Adam. You, know, like, can, like, you think I can have a cannon? Do I, I think you can I have a cannon? Not, I, I absolutely think you can have a cannon. I think uh, a musket. Jim Jeffries talked about this. I, I, I'll, I'll paraphrase him here. I think everybody should carry a fucking musket because okay. musket gives you time to think. A musket gives you time to yeah, think. That's right. Then, you call. You call. That's right. You call my, turn it around and put it back in again to shoot a guy fucking twice. Okay. Yeah. So should we go to revolvers and muskets? No revolvers, dude. That's pop, 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 pop. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. even a semi-automatic, right? I mean, the revolver is a semi-automatic technically, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, is it? See, I don't know yeah. the definitions. I'm the one guy yeah. that no, I don't know. It's, if it's, I a, it's a revolver. It revolves. Okay, but <laughs> it revolves. It's got... <laughs> pop, 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 pop. That's like, that's what I I think Sean just right created well. the name of the episode. <laughs> Sweet. Uh... All right, so we, we, we have the right to create a militia. So what does that mean then? I want to get the Second That's Amendment exactly. out should, there so we, we can clarify talk about it. it. And what I'm saying is hey, we yeah, Ryan, read clarify it. it. Right? Read, 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 yeah. Somebody, somebody read the Second Amendment. Oh, Ryan, yeah, the, actual, the actual amendment, just read it verbatim. Yeah. 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 yeah that, take me a minute because I don't have my keyboard. So. You're right. doing fine, man. You're doing good. But what I'm trying to say is, do we have to base the law that we're we're basing our freedoms on on the time period? Like, obviously, our founders right. never assumed that we were going to have an Uzi in a, you know, they didn't know what that was. So should we be basing the Second Amendment on the, on no, the restriction? We no, we, sh- we no, should we fucking, we should fucking amend it. We should change that fucking thing to say what it fucking should. But right. they don't want to do that. The people what in should power it say? What should it say? It's great. And that's what we talked about on our show. It's like, if we're going to have this conversation of like, what is the line? What line can we not cross? No automatics, no, no nuclear weapon proliferation, no biological war weapon, you know, like let's define that and let's make the second amendment. Let's call it like two, two B, you know, like, like two B it's like our future. And like, I mean, because this amendment says in 1789, by the way, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So it's saying people are allowed to have the weapons for a well-regulated militia because back in the day, that was what it was about. Like we left this country yep. and we started this war and they're like, we need people around. We don't have an army. We're this colony. We don't have a big army. So these these big bad guys we just left because of church oppression, by the way. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we want the ability to, 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 to pray to our Jesus, only our Jesus. Oh, well, whatever you guys. But, like, we need Muslim. a militia because we don't have an army. Well, now our army is bigger than all the armies combined. So this is, like a, this is an outdated idea. 100% if it's idea. About guns, if it's about gun rights, let's make a gun law. Let's make a gun amendment. That's what I'm saying. Like, we should do that. Mm-hmm. This is clearly what you can do. This is clearly what not you can do. Now that's a big argument our society could have. We're starting to have it right now. That's what that's what I've been trying to get at this whole episode. What yeah, are the but, limitations that would be rationally put in place? Talking to two guys from Texas, two guys from Washington State, well, and a guy from Florida. We all have different ideas, but I don't know. I don't know what that answer is. Definitely not well, automatic. You know, definitely not mass murder. Definitely well, not uh, the, automatic. The, the, 
the the problem the problem there is that and, and it's been the problems i mean automatic weapons are not legal to own unless you have a permit right. and you can get a fucking permit and that's what all these things are is you can pay the right amount of money yeah we talked about on, this on the, right and i'm glad you did because that's that's if we need to get 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 away with all do away with all of that like we you're got saying. it all right so right. no automatic ever we all agree on that well i mean the as as the military, I mean, like I, when I was in the Marine Corps, we didn't have access to automatic weapons. Well, we had to have we had access to machine guns that were only used for war, but we didn't walk around with those on base. Okay, right. You know, I mean, we we had the you know two forty golf and the the saw and the you know all these machine guns, but they were for wartime and they were mm-hmm. for use in war. Everything we carried around with us was semi-automatic. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. I mean, I don't, I don't think a, a, an average, you know, Adam has a beard host needs a fully automatic weapon. I you don't know, think I, don't, I need one. So okay. I, I know for a fact I don't need one. I mean, okay. it, I think that something like that should be left into the hands of somebody who needs it, like somebody who's defending us in a, a in a yep. uniform such as a militarized unit, a specialized uh, unit, or a military force. Yes. Or well, well-regulated militia. No, or no. regulated militia. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not regulated. There's, there's no right. regulation there. That's the problem with these militias. Yeah. We, have yeah. militias all, we have militias all up and down Michigan, and nobody's regulating that because no. that's, all, that's the whole reason they have their militias. They don't want anybody regulating anything they do. Yeah. It's what we had in Waco. They were like, we want to regulate. The ATF came and said, we want to regulate what you're doing. And they said, uh-uh. Yeah. Right. Well, they, yeah. that's because they were getting bump stocks in the mail. I mean, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. Well, they were. They were, they were, were, they were yeah, making automatic. They, they were making automatic weapons. They were, they that's were, right. They uh, were creating parts. automatic weapons. Right. So yeah, they, they were filing yeah, down that's, that's a whole. That's a whole another discussion. But which, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And the, that's, but that's yeah. that's why we need regulation. That's why it's 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 similar to what we, what we see in the cyclical politics where we have, you know. Uh, you have a, a group like we have right now moving in and saying, take away all the regulations, let me do whatever I want and make as much profit as I want. And they have people on the other side going, well, you're destroying everything around you. Everything around mm-hmm. you is being destroyed. And they're like, no, 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 it's okay. We took away these regulations so we can make more money for everybody, right? For everybody. Right. It's helping everybody out. We're creating jobs. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, but you're burning down the fucking forest. You're, 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 you're poisoning our water. Ah, ah, ah. And then we go, we come in with another group and they say, well, here's all these regulations back in place, back in place. Yep. And then it's cyclical where we end up back in this situation. We're like, well, let's take away some of these regulations. Well, no, because then we have this housing crisis where the fucking people are allowed to just make as much money as they fucking want to while people are homeless and, you know, and build homes and nobody can fucking afford them. And, mm. and then they go, well, oh, that, it's a problem with regulation, you know, and it's the same situation that we're having with guns. And I think I love that we're talking about this, but I don't think, and I, uh, you know, pessimist in me, we could also go around and say, I believe I should have access to grenades or I should have access to this. I don't know, you know, we're not going to solve this, obviously, in the time we have. But I love that we're talking about this because yeah. I, I, I don't think that a lot, I think that the majority of people, and it's the problem you have with this, this issue, the majority of people that, are, that feel strongly one way or another about this either feel that you should have strong, heavy regulations on all this, take away people's arsenals, right? Or you have people on the other end that say there should be no regulations. I should be allowed to. I should yeah. be allowed to have whatever the fuck I want. And again, to quote Jim Jeffries, 
you're bringing a fucking, let's say you have the most high powered, uh, rifle and uh, available, you know, uh, 50 cal, uh, semi-automatic 50 cal long rifle that could shoot down a fucking plane. Okay. Yeah. Let's say you have that, that capability. All right. You're bringing a fucking gun to a drone fight. Okay. The government that you're, that you're claiming to be protecting your, yourself against has access to technology that you cannot afford. You cannot win that fight. Um, and we've already seen that when the tyrannical government steps in and does what they what, what this what the second amendment people and the and the and the right wing the nra say that they're there to that they're that they're holding up this amendment for when we see tyrannical government in action those people step the fuck aside they do one of two things they step the fuck aside and go well they shouldn't have gotten out of line they shouldn't have spoken up or you have what happened the other day where you have a kid walking around with a fucking machine gun, with a sorry, with an assault rifle, gunning down innocent people, well, innocent quote unquote people, and 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 still you have the, the Second Amendment people, the, the right wingers, these NRA nuts going, well, well, we saw that coming, you know. Or, we, know we know all the complaints. What we're what we're looking for is solutions. What we're talking about is solutions that somebody can listen to. Put a put a spin on and take this all a little bit further. There's so, no solution, dude. It's just like there's the not. Movement. It's like well, the like movement. The, like the this has been happening idea. for the entire time. There's like we've done little regulations and like the NRA like basically takes care of all that on the political side. Like this, there's nothing happening in the politics. Like, but then they, you're talking about that. an amendment. What should the amendment say? But but okay. you're talking. Like this is hypothetical stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, of course it's hypothetical. Like, this shit is never gonna happen. But maybe, but maybe AOC and Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden and Donald Trump are in a bar together, and they go, "Those guys are <laughs> fucking geniuses because they said what we've all been wanting to do, but we can't do. They can't do that until we tell them what to do." And that's right, what I'm asking. What should this amendment say to Donald Trump and Joe Biden, who are right now shooting up opium in the fucking White House, going, <laughs> we want gun regulation. We can do this right now if only Joe and Ryan would tell me. <laughs> it's a hypothetical world. I can believe that Joe Biden is like, you know, maybe him and Donald Trump are making out, having some wine together. Yeah. Oh, God. Maybe sword fight. Really, uh, they're sword fight. Sword fight. Yeah. The Senate, we need the congressional mm -hmm. committee that, that sits down and, and just and gets some ideas together. And it's yeah. like, these are the weapons we can have. These are the ones we don't think we can have. Does but everyone kind of agree on this? And they're like, nope. And then all these people argue. And then the subcommittee has a subcommittee. And they're like, this, 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 no drone stuff. No, even single fire weapon drone stuff. That, that's still, you can't do that. You can't fly one shotgun to someone's house and then pop. You shouldn't mm. be allowed to do that. But so, I, I mean, I, it, it is about drawing lines on what it is and okay. isn't. And it has to be open to when technology changes, when neural net becomes a thing. That, like, <laughs> that, like, that now, like, I can't download that. That project into his no, bummer. I can't do that either. It's yeah. <laughs> I'm all for that. And I, I would love to hypothetically throw it around. Sure. Let's yeah. let's pretend that we're that little subcommittee. Absolutely. I don't think we should I don't think Joe Schmo and his fucking you know, I don't think I don't think Ryan should have access to fully automatic weapons. I love it. No. Do no, we all do we all have a, a yay on that? Yay. Oh yay. Yay But, but how's how's the ATF gonna make their money? The only oh. fuck them then you know, because Joe's gonna buy one, so they made the fuck. <laughs>
can, can we, can we, I don't think, I don't think that I also don't believe, and I, 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 I submit this for the committee. I don't believe that there should be a, a lobbying group that profits off of the sales of guns, uh, controlling any part of my political machine that's in place. I agree 100%. with that. 100%. And why, why the fuck can we all agree on that? But nobody else can talk about that because there's nobody smart involved. enough to get that far. Because no, the, we, I mean, no, they all die. This is a politics the money, thing. baby. It's, it's the, the money. money. Well, yeah, but it's the same reason. It's the same reason we'll never get universal health care because there's too much money in pharma. There's yeah. too much money in in the, yeah. in the in the in the in the deregulation and the uh, ability to profit off of this money. I mean, talk right. about when insulin was created. The creator of insulin made it almost free to the people yeah. right, right. Ga- gave the fucking patent away and and even now 200 200 years later well i don't, I don't know the exact time enough time has gone by that people i mean people are paying their last fucking penny to get the little bit of insulin they need to survive mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. and that's 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 because there's too much money in it and there's that's and there's too much. Yeah, they're never going to give give up what they have, and that's and that's right. about and it's everything. I mean, we can talk about any subject, and that's the fucking answer. The haves are going to not give up. They're not giving up their power. Politics, money, guns, drugs, women, God, yeah. anything. They're not giving it up. Oh, but no. if they did, this is this is the way to do it. What about a victim? literally suing the gun manufacturers out of existence themselves, 100%. like like they're doing with. Um, I can't remember what they're doing. They're doing it all over the place with everything, you know? Talcum yeah. powder, Saccharin. they're suing it out of existence. Speed and low? Yeah, yeah. What if what if they did that? What if they, they just... Should be allowed uh, to. They should be allowed to. Okay. I like that idea, right? Just send the manufacturers especially, overseas. I don't know. Especially in our free yeah. market. Of course you, know? you don't, because you want to play the fun guns. Like, we all want... Well, no, it's not necessarily that. It's it, just no, that. Well, so there's... I mean, there's no... So there's a direct... Uh, well... Scientifically speaking, there's a direct uh, correlation between talcum powder and cancer. You can't a, a, a gun itself cannot harm anything. It's an inanimate object. It doesn't have chemicals. Oh boy! Oh, chemical <laughs> backgrounds or anything like that. It, it literally can't. I'll, I'll go grab my gun right now. The it, gun. It will not shoot. Have a it's, brain. It, it doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. This is. This no, goes all back. This, this goes that. back to the dumbest to, argument. Is the dumbest argument. Go ahead. I'm, no. 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 But seriously. Argument. No. 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 You can't just. It, yes, you could get a ton of money from fucking gun manufacturers if you want, but it doesn't. It's not going to solve shit. It's not going to solve the problem because it, that's, that's the point I wanted to make. It's too. a people. It's a people problem. It's a yes. mental problem. It's a education problem. We have to educate the masses on gun gun education. That's that's why I said before even we put talk about safes or anything, you got to talk about your your kids with guns. Like when I brought home a little BB gun, a little Red Rider for my boy, who I knew wouldn't have any problem. We went over the safety rules, hammered, hammered, hammered. He could come in here and recite them verbatim to you the four firearm safety rules to you and he knows not even to go near that at our house at anybody's house and if somebody does he's coming home he's calling me uh we're taking care of it and that's uh, it's, that's where it's gonna have to start is education uh, you take care of it if he does it 
What's that? I'd be disciplining him if he does it, if he breaks the rules, something like that. He's, he's not touching that gun again. Uh, you know, what do you do? Thought it was my, no, I'll be serious with you. My boys thought it was funny uh, to shoot my windows, my upstairs windows in my house with a BB gun. Uh, my younger did. And um, they don't have access to that gun anymore, period. Right. Until they're ready, until I feel they're ready to be serious about it, they don't get a BB gun. You know, it shoots little small pellets, but it's, it's, it's a gun. Yeah. It, it could still a gun. Harm. It, it caused property damage, you know, and, and, and my, my younger sons, you know, you have the maturity issue there. And I thought he was mature enough and we went over the rules and all that good stuff. And he couldn't recite them to me, but he had the maturity issue where he thought it would be funny to pop a couple windows out on, on mom and dad's house. And he doesn't get to shoot that gun anymore. Period. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's where you have to be. I mean, it's a super serious thing. It's a, it's a fun tool. Uh, you know, they're fun to shoot. They have their uh, self-defense value. But, you know, it's, 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 it's not a game. It's not a toy. Once, once something comes out of that muzzle, that's, that's it. So, right. Yeah, you know, Sean, that's kind of what I said when I first started talking about guns today. I was like, I was like, someone needs to be the parent and be like, sorry, you don't get to keep your toys. Yes. And I feel that on an entire societal level. Now – how do we as men or women or whatever, um, how, do, how do we, no, the collective, not you, I, everyone. Me. How, do we, <laughs> how do we, like we like guns, right? Like if I go to Vegas, oh, to for sure. ranches, I'm getting the fucking minigun. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get a couple, like I'm doing the minigun, dude. And, I'm, and I want a bazooka too. I want a rocket launcher. I want, I want to do this thing. I'll, I'll rocket launch the cow. I'll be the guy. Yeah. Let's do it. Is she Wait. done with laundry? You can rocket launch a cow <laughs> uh, in in uh, in, the, in uh, South Eastern Asia. You can uh, you can do cow, you can build cows with rocket launchers right in the Hold on. No. Siri, the book is, me a trip to Southeast Asia. Sure. I wanna, yeah, yeah no, I want to go it. with you. I want a mini gun, a fucking <laughs> no, thing, a rhino right up the I mean, anus. You know, it's better than like a cheetah or some panther, <laughs> oh. endangered, but it's it's frowned upon. Okay, the point no. is, is like. This is like the idea with like gun clubs. Like everyone wants to try the, the, the it'd be fun. Like I really want to be a sniper. I would really love to do snipers or sniper oh, shooting. Yeah, like mile long shots. Cool. It's actually like, a good conversation. Go to a place, go to a place. It's not, she's right. It, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, there's always the mute button too. Like go shoot a minigun out, out like with a group that someone, there's a, minigun expert you know there's an expert to do that like that's where right. guns should be and okay. like 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 sean like his child shot the window well you don't get the gun anymore well like texas you can't not shoot people or cops you can't not shoot people you don't get guns anymore right and it's, now it's and a, in now, washington now that cop that cop you had an incident you don't get a gun for six months that, i don't know where you start that but it's like yeah, the yeah, parent yeah. thing it's like the parent thing and like you got to be able, you don't you don't get this privilege. It's a privilege, man. It's yeah. not a right. Like I mean, the regulated militia. Like who's going to regulate it? You know. I just think. Right. But Sean was making a good point, and that is, if you don't, you don't, you're not responsible. You don't get it. You don't 100%. get it. That's what that was my point. At what age do we start the responsibility, and whose responsibility is it at that point? But we have a problem that transcends that because we have grown-ass adults that are trained to do the job mm-hmm. that are misusing these rights and these, these freedoms that we have and, 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 and killing other people. And they're staying on the fucking payroll. They're not even – like some of them, you know, you go on your automatic uh, – what is it? Uh, 
suspended with pay or whatever. You're going on your little bit of a, a timeout. And then once the fucking smoke clears, they go, here's your gun, your badge back. Like, come mm-hmm. back to work. Yeah. We need you. Right. And, and, and we don't, we don't have the actual, there's no taking it away that is equivalent to taking a life. Okay. Yeah. Like, so do you think, I'm the, sorry. Do, do you no. think that uh, that's it's an acceptable thing to come right, right after a suspension to come back? Oh, here's your gun and badge. Go back to work. Or would you think the alternative to that would be, hey, okay, so now you're back to work. You don't get your gun back. You're going to go through training. Or, yeah, that might- or sure, maybe or- or go, go, go write parking tickets or some bullshit that, that doesn't right. involve you needing or- the, the sidearm. Sure. Like, yeah. Or our new Second Amendment says that once you've got infraction, you don't get this job anymore. It's the law. Like, we can't give you your job right. back. That's Bone. part of the new Second Amendment B. You know, 2B. Hey. And like, like it. you don't get it. I'm sorry, you, you lose your job. And we go with Sean's idea of raising the future gun owners to be responsible. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and I I don't think there's an age like like I mean, I told my six year old about the rules. He he clearly understood them. I was just trying to get you to say it was your responsibility to train no, it, your kid. Oh, 100%. No, it, it absolutely is. But it, it's a maturity issue. You know, even though he understood the rules, he still wasn't mature enough to even even have a BB gun. Right. And, and it's like, I mean, with, with any gun, you know, if you're not mature enough to follow the rules, you're not mature enough to, to even possess this. Period. And that goes back to the, the age of, uh, you know, most states are 18 for open carry or whatever. Nope. Uh, you have a little, you've had a little bit of life experience. Just a 30, 30 years old minimum. <laughs> for, a, for a semi-automatic. Yeah. <laughs> college days, game yeah. college times. Out. No, for real. For real. And 30, dude. And, That's and it'll, it'll, it'll eliminate, like, you have these teenage <laughs> gang, gang bangers yeah. that, the, that the right is so worried about. And you about. don't get bullets till you're 50. Come on, man. Man, That's a long way. <laughs> That's a long time for Sean. It's not that long. I'm 10 years from now, bro. We got, oh, I can, hey, I'm 49. That's why I said it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Here we go. I got five years to go then. Right. I love it. And there's safe, there safety features so you can have your gun. I don't I really agree with that, that you should you should get a pistol if you're in your twenties. You shouldn't get a you know it but in Montana. See, see, no, 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 hold on. You're, pistols you're, are, you you're feel a see, pistol. You you, like, you brought this up a while back, Jason, that, that this idea that pistols are somehow safer than long than, than long arms. And I don't <laughs> believe that that's true. I believe that a rifle it should be where everybody starts. If, if you're going to be a gun owner, you should you should start with a rifle. Yeah, it's more and of use of like a pistol is more for self defense. A long gun is for hunting. So I just that's where I'm at. Like right, you don't but need hunting, hunting is safer than yeah. But you're not going to hunt with like a nine millimeter pistol. You're going to use a, a long gun with a, like if you're deer hunting, you're not using a pistol, but. You don't need to bring the long gun with the scope into the city of Dallas to to protect Ever. yourself. You know yeah. that's right. that's where it's I was. Safer to have a scoped gun that's this big that yes. everyone can see in the restaurant. Right. I just don't think I don't think it's necessary to have. If you, you know, bring that into gun. Dallas, why do you have that? I'm going yeah. hunting. Where? You know what I mean? It just yeah. doesn't make sense. That would make zero. So, so, so pistol markmanship is a hell of a lot harder 
and rifle workmanship. Oh, so we yeah. have really cool, you know, you start with the BB gun and then they got these really cool 22 long rifles, which are so much fun. You know, rounds are pretty that's, expensive. That's what I learned on, uh, actually. You know, they go a little pop. They don't hurt the ears as much. You know, you're still wearing your hearing protection, but you could, I mean, that's where the education aspect comes in. Right. You know, at this nine mil pistol, I'm not, I'm not going to give my six-year-old, even, even though I actually, <laughs> I had, <laughs> I, I felt comfortable doing that because he was ready for it. But yeah. More likely than not, the, the the everyday citizen that's not a firearms instructor, hasn't been a police officer, you know, all that stuff is not going to give their kid a, a pistol to start on. They're, we're we're going to start off on a BB gun, a, a twenty two uh, long rifle, stuff like that. And I, I think that's where the law needs to stay. Normally, uh, you know, you can get a rifle at 18, uh, uh, 21 to get a pistol. Uh, you know, Washington State voters decided that 21 – has to be a rifle, which, whatever. Uh, whatever. Whatever. 18-year-old uh, can serve in the Army, but they can't, they can't buy a 22, 22 long rifle until they're 21. They could have put a little bit of verbiage in there to kind of correct that if it was, you know, an AR or something like that as opposed to a 22 long rifle. But, it, you know, it is what it is. But I, I think that's where Joe's uh, – yeah. I'll take that. Pistol marksmanship, I, w- I will say, you know, as a police officer, every police officer, you know, this go- this covers every conversation we're having here, uh, you know, with the shootings, all that stuff. They go through a basic law enforcement academy, a basic. Right. And, you know, you got these uh, college kids that are just, uh, they just got their bachelor's degree from a university or whatever, and they want to be, uh, you know, they got, they got their criminal justice degree. They have no life experience, and they went and, and have become a cop, which is fantastic. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, but they don't have much life experience, and then they go through a basic law enforcement academy. Washington State's requirement is uh, 19 weeks. Mm. It's 720 hours. How many? 720, 720. hours. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know – on the bigger bigger agencies, after that, they go through an FTO program. Um, my FTO program wasn't much because we were a small town, and that's that's an issue uh, in itself. You know, I don't I don't want to go into that because I don't really want to talk about a, my department or anything like that. But um, you know, the bigger agencies they go through twelve to I don't know nineteen week uh, FTO program, depending. Uh, you know, so they get a little bit more training, a little bit more uh, experience, stuff like that. But uh, it, it, I, I don't think it's enough, honestly. It should always, it should never stop. It should always be ongoing. Did you train yourself extra, or did you just feel like um, you're so training? For, I mean, it for like me, you for you training enough. Uh, for for firearms, uh, we yeah. shot a lot in the academy, stuff like that. And you know, coming from the army, I was infantry. Uh, I held a rifle, never touched a pistol. So, uh, you know, me and my dad went and shot some pistols. Didn't go over basic marksmanship, nothing like that. Had a good time, a good stuff. But uh, we didn't go over the marksmanship stuff. Um, so we got a little bit of that in the academy. Uh, went some use of force stuff, all that. And then you go through the agency training, uh, which goes through a lot more detail. But is it, honestly, uh, going down to threat dynamics, learning like – a lot more stuff about pistol shooting, uh, just firearms in general. I, I learned so much more about just the basic 
pistol marksmanship than I ever did in the basic <laughs> enforcement academy. And that's, it's, it's honestly, it's scary. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, the smaller agencies, they don't have the funding to say, hey, you're going to go shoot uh, some rounds uh, this day and this day. Oh, hey, sorry, I know you worked a 12-hour shift. You're going to go to this training. They just right. they to do that as, as opposed to the bigger agencies, which they have hundreds of people, which they can go back and forth and should be doing all this training. Um, so it's that's scary. So is this place you're talking about, like biodynamics or whatever you're talking about? Threat. Is this like, what is threat it? Dynam- threat dynamics. Threat, threat dynamics is the, is, is the like a company or is this like a, is this something you're involved with? Is it like a, uh, so I'm, it? I'm kind of an on-call employee right now. So I was a okay. firearms instructor there after okay, all. You're a firearms instructor. Okay, cool. Uh, and I was the uh, staff manager there. Because what I was going to say is that what you were talking about, like you're giving your children guns and learning how to shoot. And a lot of people do that. And uh, they just uh, kind of, I mean, I understand that. I understand that the need to have the safety, but like, you know, you're military and you have police experience and you've got now you're, you're a firearm instructor and then hearing from someone that has all this, you know, shoot, experience, shooty right? experience, right? someone who teaches it to their children than to hear that you don't feel like you were trained properly by the organization. Well, no, no, I, not, not properly. I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think scared for your children, you know, based on your like, teaching them weapons, but now it's like you, but you're the one that should be the most expertly trained on this. Well, correct. correct. So now, now I am, I could teach so, anybody. I, oh, I believe you. I believe you now. I know. I'm just saying like, right. that's just scary, dude. That like the, every, every parent thinks that they're, you know, that they're, they're smart enough to do this or that they're good enough to do this, but well, someone no, I, in the military and the police and does training still saying that they don't feel like they're trained. Right. No, 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 no. He's saying, no, he's what, I, what I right meant initially at the, at the, that's so, what I'm so, basically yeah, the basic law enforcement. Academy. And I'm thinking about the cop in so, the street, you know, just telling their children. If, if, that's yeah. That's, that's what I'm referring to is like, unfortunately, they're not, they're not given enough training. Now right. as a police officer, I became a firearms instructor and then I right. learned a whole hell of a lot more. Right. And I, I, I can teach, I could teach a three-year-old how to shoot a gun. But he's talking about you right after your initial training, not you now. No, no, no. That's why, that's why I brought that up. Like that's, that's, right. that's why it's the basic oh. law enforcement. Right. They, they do the basic. And, and then that's it's, 90% of the police on the streets is what we're saying. And that's yeah. what's scary because that basic training cop that's on the streets also thinks he's good enough to teach his kids. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's what Ryan's trying to say. No, 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 don't take words out of my mouth. I meant okay. those words specifically for now too. So like 10 to 20% of me now still goes, why teach an animal, a human animal, baby, to use a weapon that it's like, its brain's not even developed yet until it's like, let's say 30, I wish. But like 21, 22, like when your brain's really like 18, 20, that's when your brain really gets developed, like where you understand. Like teaching anything to use weapons that young is dangerous and scary. I mean, I know that you need to do it. Like I know, if especially if you have it around, like you, they need to be trained. And I get that. But no, part of me is not just saying, you know, the un... Oh, there's one now. But like, like you know, like... It's still dangerous to me, and it scares me. Even if you know what you're doing, you know, because a child is a child. You know, I, I just think that. Yeah, I think that if you if don't, you yeah, don't take ins- the, the sting out of what I said, I meant that. Like I just think that. So I think so, that if you condition, or you you know, you're not necessarily conditioned. I think that if you 
kind of normalize it that these tools are there for, you know, for recreation mm-hmm. or for home defense or for protection. If you instill that respect to that tool, because that's all it is. Right. It doesn't I, th- I think that we can change that mindset of our future generation and hopefully, you know, with, uh, with how I know how I raise my kids and it's, you know, I try to instill that, you know, the confidence I try to instill that, you know, the, the, there's good in people, no matter what kind of shit I've been through to still believe, to still hope. I think that with those kind of uh, morals and upbringing and with, you know, giving them, that respect of teaching them and being able to have those kind of weapons in the house. I think that it's a good thing, you know, for most, not all, because I know that some, I know some, I can point out like five, six families that I know that those motherfuckers should not have guns in their house. That's the ones I'm thinking of. Even in a fucking safe, you know what I mean? Well, well, that's the, that's the idea again to fucking paraphrase Jim, Jim Jeffries. You know, we have to, we have to, play to the fucking the idiots of our society. That's how society works. Unfortunately, we, yes. We, we, we should. And, you know, he talks about, you know, I drink, I take drugs like a champion, but Kevin killed his family when he was on cocaine, so I can't take cocaine now. Thanks, Kevin. That's right. 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 Fucking That's, Kevin. Fuck but, Kevin. We, yeah, <laughs> right. but we can't do that with, you know, with, with firearms. And we, we're at a point now where we have this huge juxtaposition of, of stances where the majority of gun owners believe that they are teaching just like, just like the majority of police officers that have this basic training believe that they have enough knowledge to pass on to their families and to carry their, oh. carry out their responsibilities. Right. Well, the majority I would say of mm. gun owners and, and then just like Sean was talking about earlier with this very basic, like I know these four laws and principles of gun safety, that should be enough. It's just not. It's and we're not talking good. about something yeah. that has the most drastic uh, consequences for misuse. And it's not treated like that. And like you were saying, uh, Adam, about the respect that is, that is instilled and the, the, the solemnity that is, that is supposed to weight of this uh, responsibility that we're, we're passing on to our children, it's getting missed and it's been getting missed. It's been, it's been getting omitted from the training to the point where we are now seeing a 17 year old kid illegally walking the streets, murdering people and Mm -hmm. having the police assume that he's up to, up to, you know, he's, he's one of their guys. He thanks for being, thanks for being here, kid. Here's a bottle of water. Is that blood on your hands? What the fuck, man? And and that's where, and that's where we're at. And we can't, there's no, there's like, there's no putting, I don't know if there's any putting that genie back in the fucking bottle. I don't know if we can undo this. It's like, no, it's like the school shooting issue. And like, I I think it's, I think I need to say this now. Say it. Most gun owners that I know are responsible gun owners. Most people are good enough and are, are human or decent enough human beings to do the right thing. So while I am attacking those people, I am also saying that like most people that I know are decent about it. And I trust most people when they talk about it, but like, like this is an issue. Like I may be a gun expert. Like, let's say like Sean teaches marksmanship. Like he's an expert on guns. Like he knows about guns. He knows all the things and he knows how to, to teach safety. But 
and he's a he's a relatively I assume smart human being, you know, like knows how to do things and stuff. But those people are not like little five year old sociopaths and and know this information. So even if you're able to display be safe, you don't know what it's going to do to a little child. You know that that's a sociopath. You know, like I mean, I'm sure there's some evidence about what happens, but those little kids then eventually break into someone's gun locker. And then they're shooting their freaking friends at school. And this is something that is happening exclusively here. So it's not like, I mean, this is not a human problem. This is an American problem or a United States of American problem. Hmm. So like, that's why we, that's why this is so, so difficult. And I don't know. I just, I feel like I've started saying, I'm sorry, young people, but now I'm attacking. <laughs> yeah. no, you have <laughs> a good like, point that I wanted to get into it, the mental illness of it all and recognizing it. And like Sean might be the, he might be, sorry to use you as an example, Adam might be the best guy to teach a kid a gun, but he might not be the best to recognize mental health issues, even right. if he knows his son. And so even even if he's taught his kid everything, he doesn't know what his kid is hiding. He or doesn't know the depression. Right. Or his son's friend. friend. Or, or take that away. Take all that away. And what if tomorrow Adam has a fucking... Uh, embolism in his brain or some kind of issue that he can't even like some, uh, you know what? Again, Jim fucking Jeffries from time to time, we all get a little sad mm. and it's like for sure they do, man. And people get fucking sad. And by the way, you don't like how this is playing out. Guess what? I'm going to fucking kill everybody around me and then fucking pop myself. Cause that's what that's the the statistics prove that that's more likely to happen than somebody breaking into your house and you're gunning them down. That's the problem. That's a problem. And we don't talk about that real often. And you know what? You're talking about mental illness, Jason. Yeah. Um, there, the, the, the gun rights people that, that, that tout this, this second amendment stuff so often that praise Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan did a lot for gun owners. And he also did a lot to destroy mental health in America. We've talked about this on our on, De on Denton County Collective mm -hmm. a couple times, but the 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 mental health care system in America is beyond broken, and that shit started well started with Ronald Reagan really dismantling our mental health care system, right. and it's not it's not gotten any better in the forty years since he was president or less than forty years now since he's been president, it hasn't gotten any better, but we've got. I don't know. I'm exponentially more gun owners and we are, we, we knowingly sell them these guns and knowing that, that the majority of them will lose their minds before they fucking die and, and that they're going to use these weapons for, you know, something. And that's what, that was Sean, that was Sean's first point when we started talking tonight. Okay. Like, like mental health is what, it's not a gun conversation. We need to have a mental health conversation. Right. And then I said, we should just, we don't really deserve our toys because we, we should take them. That's my point. You know, <laughs> like it's, right. it's, it's a cyclical conversation. That's why I, these conversations are so hard. I yeah. love it. Start saying the yeah. same kind of thing, you know. Well, I, I missed the beginning, but. I, no, no, but, I, I was it, just. It, like, but but oh, it would naturally like, go there too, yeah. Damn it, yeah. Joe. I do, want, I, I do want to say I think we should start right, uh, wrapping up and I just yeah like, I gotta I gotta get going guys I want to give a final word to like Adam and then we'll just go right across the screen there. Look, I think that with conversations like this, difficult things, difficult topics like this, coming together with a small group, I mean whether it be your gun club, whether it be your militia, whether it be your family. Uh, to talk about these kind of difficult situations, whether it be worldly, whether it be right in your own house, guns, um, 
respect uh, growing up. Dude, do it together. That's all I got to say. Just do it together. All right. And uh, how about Ryan? I just think that if we pray to Jesus, <laughs> he will save us from all of the gun violence and fix all the problems. <laughs> yeah. WAP, buddy. WAP. How about you, Sean? Uh, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed tonight. You know, everybody's definitely got uh, something to bring to the table here, and it, it opens up conversations. It, do, it doesn't matter what I believe in, you know, what, whether I'm what, – what, what politics I believe in, whatever. Uh, you know, we, we've – as Americans, we have to come to the table and figure this shit out, uh, period. Uh, this, this shit has to stop, uh, you know, and it's for – and foremost about safety and mental health. And then we can start talking about the other shit, but that's, that's, I, I think that's where we need to start. And this is, this is a good start. And, you know, if we change one or two people's uh, minds on things or get the ball rolling, then hell yeah. Hell yeah. How about you, Joe? Uh, you know, I, I want to believe that what we're doing here matters. And, and I think that it does, especially among each other, because, you know, we're doing exactly what Adam was talking about. We're talking about these hard issues and we're laughing about them whenever we are uncomfortable with the truth that's out there. And, and we're even still, you know, even when we disagree, we can, we can come to a, a, a mutual amount of understanding. I don't think that there's a lot of that going on. And it's difficult for that to go on yeah. when, you're not, when you're not looking at each other in the eyes and hearing the other person's voice and understand that they're laughing with you or at you, <laughs> depending on the situation. <laughs> and I think, and I think to, to kind of further on what Sean was saying, I think, it, I think it does matter where our political allegiances are and where our, you know, our, our morality allegiances are more importantly, you know, if we can, as a, as a responsible gun owner, if, if you know that I'm morally sound to some degree, it carries a lot more weight than somebody who, you know, obviously doesn't have a moral standing of some sort that is based in, uh, you know, a, a, a solid place. Um, Pray it away, I guess. Pray the guns away. Right. <laughs> Everyone gets guns, but Baptists. I'm just saying. I, I just, I just want, I just want to say that the, the media portrays us all as radical right or radical left. But the truth is, yeah. is I think Wrong, we all man. just fell Wrong. pretty close to center on an issue that's pretty contentious. And I don't, I think there's a lot of facts there that are hard to dispute. I'm going to say you can listen to the Denton County Collective, Adam Has a Beard, or Public Access America on Spotify, SoundCloud. And you should check out the YouTube stuff, too. Thank you for listening to Public Access America. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our Democracy, liberty, opportunity, and a yielding hope. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a 
Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. We wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Podcast for Stitcher Smart Radio app, Audible, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. 